Okay, welcome to episode 14 of The Umpire Strikes Back. This week we've been celebrating Umpires Week and the great work they do within our game. Uh, without umpires, I think we'd all agree we don't have a game. They're a vital, important part and something which we all need to recognise. Perhaps at times we will take for granted. So today I'm pleased to say I've got Izzy Hill who's joining us today, who's from New Milton Cricket Club and she is not only plays the game but she also recently took her stage one and stage two umpiring courses over the last couple of years so good afternoon Izzy. Hi yeah so I'm Isabella but on the cricket pitch I'm known as Izzy most of the time and I'm 15 and yeah like Mike mentioned I played for New Milton and I've done a bit for Hampshire and I'm included in the district programs quite a bit as well. Brilliant. So you, you play and you umpire, so you do, you do all sorts of things within cricket. Yeah, quite an all-rounder with everything. Uh, so, so tell us a little bit about that, really. So umpiring, obviously, you know, you play quite a lot, but h- how did you get involved with the umpiring side of things? I was referred by some coaches who mentioned, especially at club, they were looking for some new umpires and people who could just step in if any if umpires couldn't attend. So I thought that sounded quite interesting. So I thought I might as well give it a go. And what? 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 How did you find the course? It, it was. It was enjoyable. I went into it thinking I don't know a lot about it, but then I came out and thought actually I do know quite a bit, and I've learned quite a bit. So do you think that's helped you from a playing perspective as well? So having umpired, do you feel you've kind of got a better understanding of perhaps the rules of the game? No, definitely, especially with um, LBW. Now, whenever I bowl, I'm like, actually, I don't think that could be it because if it's pitching and everything that would be considered in an umpire's perspective. You now appreciate how hard it is being an umpire and actually getting the right decision. Uh, And obviously, you're a stage two umpire, so you you did stage one and then quickly moved on to stage two through part of the Vipers Champions Programme, which Hampshire Cricket Board runs, and and Emma in particular, who's kind of uh, leads on that programme. How did you find the the mentoring side of it? So obviously there was some mentors, part of doing a stage two, you were provided with some mentors from from HACO, came and and watched you. Yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, it was was at one of the district festivals, and we were kind of put in pairs, and then we all individually got spoken to, and it was like, don't worry if you muck up, it's all right. We'll talk before the game starts and then after the game starts and then we'll see what you did well and then maybe what you can improve on. So it, it was very beneficial. And so, so you actually learned from actually getting umpiring and doing it, you had some good advice which has kind of helped you improve, improve your own sort of performance. Umpiring, a lot of people will have lots of different views about what umpiring is and the perception of, of umpires. What was your initial perception before certain umpiring? What did you sort of initially think about that? Well, I always thought that it would be quite an older person who, you know, very wise in how cricket is done. And I always thought that, you know, they might be a bit grumpy. (laughs) (laughs) And that's that's a bit from experience and then just watching professional cricket as well. Yeah. (laughs) And having taken the course and being involved for a little bit yourself, what's your kind of perception now or your thoughts on it now? Now, when I was doing the course, the other people doing it were actually around my age or a bit older. Yeah. And I realised that 
it's not just the older people who can do it all the younger ones are getting involved with doing it as well and and what what, what would you say what do you most enjoy about umpiring what is it is it the out there and having having control is it out there and actually being able to kind of make sure people are you know understand the game what, what, what do you enjoy most i think it is a bit of both right you know it's good to see them um all the players having fun with it and then also you can then if you make a decision and then they question it you know you can educate them into why you've made that decision so then you're passing on what you've learned to them those who are playing and what's been the response obviously you did the you've done a few sort of girls games umpiring and how the players related to you umpiring? Have they, have they have they asked you lots of questions? Have they interacted with you at all? Yeah, I think at first some of them, you know, they they kind of look at you and think, oh, she looks a bit older than me. So how come she's how come she's umpiring? Does she know what she's doing? <laughs> so, yeah, so then you know, I get a few smiles and they're like, oh, hello, and like, oh, you're a really good umpire. And it's it's. It's all very nice, and the girls respond to it really nicely as well. So I suppose for you as well, you're, you're more a, a role model now. Now you've taken the course, and you're, as you say, you're, you're a little bit older than some of the girls, but you're you're more near their age, and perhaps some of the umpires at the moment who are perhaps a little bit older than than those girls. Do you think that kind of makes a big difference that you you kind of being near their age? I think it does because then they can they're not so intimidated to then ask questions and it I think yeah being seeing them at a different age it just helps them to be a bit more confident than when they do see other umpires and that they're not all the same I suppose obviously it's been a bit we're a bit of a bit of a strange year so far obviously we're not playing any cricket we're not able to get out there but since you took the course last year did you do much umpiring in, in at all and whereabouts did you do that I did quite a bit. So, as I said, with the mentoring, there was a festival, so I did quite a bit of umpiring there. Um, and then also I was involved with the New Milton's Under 11 Girls Club Festival that they did, and I was helping out umpiring them. And then I've done a bit for the district programme as well. And how have you found, obviously, you're still playing very much yourself, obviously starting a women's team at New Milton this year, so you're going to be playing very much in that what was your your sort of thoughts with the umpiring moving forwards what what do you want where do you want to get to I suppose where, where do you see yourself get going with the umpiring I would like to do get to quite a good level so then I can you know step in at whatever level they need an umpire for so I, I kind of want to be that easy type of one where it's they just give me a call and it's like I'll be there don't worry <laughs> So I think for you, very much, you see it as, obviously, you still want to play quite a lot, but if there's an opportunity to umpire, you'd like to kind of combine both playing and umpiring as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. And I suppose finally, really, there at the moment, the ECB, ACO, are promoting intro to umpiring and stage one umpiring courses, which are free online at the moment. So they're really doing a big push around trying to get more people qualified. What would be your advice to, I guess, people of a similar age yourself about giving umpiring a go? Go for it because you then benefit from it in your own game and then you you learn things which you might have questioned before. So it helps you all round and 
it's, it is enjoyable as well, which is the main thing. Yeah, exactly. Definitely got to enjoy it, haven't you? Otherwise, yeah, no point doing it. Okay, brilliant. Great bit of advice there. Yeah, I, I think I can relate to having done the, the umpiring myself recently, the stage two. It certainly makes you think more about the game. And actually, there's a lot more to it than you think, isn't there, in terms of the rules. It's quite, quite yeah. in-depth. So, <laughs> yeah. no... I can I can I can certainly relate to that and I appreciate what a difficult job being an umpire is. So uh um yeah, certainly certainly can see that. Okay, well thank you so much for your time today. It's really great to hear kind of how you got involved with umpiring and the and the sort of path you've taken and hopefully sort of more boys and girls will consider certainly getting on a course and taking it, particularly during this time when we've got no cricket. Fantastic opportunity to, to get your stage one and so um really useful and, and uh, thank you for your time, Izzy. Thank you. Thank you to Izzy Hill there for giving us an insight into how she got involved with umpiring. Uh, We're now going to move on to an interview with Jeff Levick, who is from HACO, Hampshire Association of Cricket Officials. He caught up with Simon Jones earlier uh, to talk around a new exciting competition about getting more umpires involved in the game an opportunity for clubs, potentially some money. Well, hello. I'm joined today by Jeff Levick from the Hampshire Association of Cricket Officials. Jeff, welcome. Nice to be, uh, nice to be with you. Indeed. Welcome here. And of course, we're on the Umpire Strikes Back podcast, so it couldn't be more appropriate. Hopefully didn't get too involved in striking when I was involved in umpiring actively. Now I talk about it and get involved in the training of it rather more than actively. But I don't recall actually striking anybody. Indeed. But, uh, I think it's a good title. Well, that's good. That's good to hear. It, it, it came from um, Tom stratford Tuke of Petersfield Cricket Club and it's going really well. So what we're, we're talking about today is that the Hampshire Association of Cricket Officials, otherwise known as HACO, have started up a scheme which is aimed at getting more umpires trained. Is that right? The title of the umpiring project. Uh, it could have all sorts of other fancy titles, which would need a fair bit of explaining and marketing. Like a little knowledge can not always be a dangerous thing. In fact, it can sometimes help. Or do you want to be a, a poacher or a gamekeeper? Because a lot of uh, umpires who currently are very good umpires when they were playing, you would think that they were much more like poachers and push the uh, umpires and the laws to the limit when they were playing, but they understand, understand the game very well. I think Billy Taylor, who is on the first-class panel, was one of those who was very good at it. Or you could do it, and one would I like, which is to turn your, your frown upside down, because uh, when you're umpiring and when you uh, make mistakes, which we all do, you frown. The players frown, sometimes a bit more than frown, but if you think about it, you can turn it upside down and turn that into a big smile if you know more of what you're doing and don't make quite so many mistakes. And of course, players, we never make mistakes. It was the pitch, it was the umpire, it was anything but. It was there for the shot when it wasn't. Yes, so I think that that's a good journey to go on. So the umpiring project, who would, who would you say does across the range of cricket, the sort of the hundreds of games that we'd have of a normal summer, who does the umpiring? The top end of the game, the Premier League, it's uh, panel umpires who are well-trained and are umpiring at t- top levels consistently. 
But if you look at the multitude of games which are played every Saturday in leagues or during the week in junior leagues or Sunday cricket, it is the players who go out and umpire for five or ten overs at a time uh, and do their best to umpire the game and keep it all going. So the majority are player umpires who are doing a little bit of the game, but not the whole game. And what are the aims, particularly with reference to that, you know, the massive group which of those players who will do a five to ten over stint, what are the potential benefits of players, current players, doing a, a short online training course? A short online training course, they have a chance of gaining a little bit more knowledge about what the game is about. They will also, on this particular course, which is there, aim a little bit more about, or learn a little bit more about, actually managing the game and making sure the players get as much satisfaction as possible from it. Maybe not being too confrontational or too easy at the same time. It's always an interesting balance to hit uh, when you're actually umpiring. Uh, it is very easy to be confrontational. It's also very easy to be very lax and not try to implement the laws, but just let the game meander. And that's fine until it all explodes when something goes wrong. Indeed. So who's going to actually make this scheme happen on the ground? Who are the partners involved? Partners involved, it's a, a very good collaborative effort. The uh, situation is that we have the important people within the recreational game in Hampshire involved. That's the Hampshire Cricket Board, who are overall in charge of developing and supporting the recreational game in, in, in the county. The Southern Premier League, which is the top end of cricket within the county, the Hampshire Cricket League, which covers an enormous number of teams, something like 250, I think, in all, maybe a bit more. Three from three, in the Hampshire yeah, 300, yes. So uh, the Hampshire League, the Southern Premier League, the Hampshire Cricket Board, and also the Hampshire Association of Cricket Officials have all got together, put some money and some effort in supporting this particular development scheme to try and improve the level of understanding of club umpires, panel umpires, and the, the occasional ten, five or ten over umpire right the way through the county, and also using some funds to make it happen and make sure that something is going back into the game as well to support the clubs in these difficult times when maybe funding is not that easy to keep the grounds being properly looked after, organising the nets, which can happen, but you've got a lot of social distancing to, uh, uh, to take care of, and a lot of pressure being put on the clubs if they are going to do that. They've got to supply all the, the hand gels and, and so on and use of toilets, an incredible amount of toilet cleaning, which is, which is going on. So it's all trying to help the tremendous efforts that clubs are, are doing. And we try to organise that in such a way that we're running a competition on three levels within, first of all, the Premier League, uh, divisional leagues within uh, the HCL, the Hampshire Cricket League, that's the county divisions, and the regional leagues, and they are competing in three groups, and those who can provide the most number of participants in this scheme will get a financial reward. In each of the groups, it'll be the top team with numbers that they get to run the course and actually complete it, will get £200, second will get 100 and there'll be runners-up prizes of £50 each as well. And that is being financed by all four of those partners. So it is not just a little bit of saying, yes, lip service, yes, we're supporting, but all of them are putting monies in to make sure that it works as well as it possibly can. 
Well, that sounds absolutely fantastic with the partners working together for the game. Uh, that's a great start to sort of a venture like that, and long may that continue. We know that in Surrey, there's been a similar pilot, has been up and running for a, a while, or a similar scheme. I think they have more clubs than Hampshire because they reach into London as well, but they've managed to get something like up to 1,200 players registering for umpiring courses across nearly 200 senior and junior clubs. Um, how do you think that might sort of pan out in Hampshire? I think we can get 1,201, but I think, one, the numbers that you talk, you need to be realistic. We're talking in clubs, not club teams, of something like 130 clubs in Hampshire. And if I think we could get two doing the stage one umpires course, which is aimed at those who have ambition to become a club umpire or long-term to a panel umpire, and four basic umpires who are going to do that 10 over umpiring each time, I believe that would give us a very satisfactory answer. And something like, if my arithmetic's right, 260 umpires doing the stage one and 520 doing the uh, basic umpire, that would be something like 700 odd, which would be a very good turnout. But if we got to 1,201, wow, wouldn't we all be happy? Absolutely. And I think some of the people who would be the happiest would be, do you think, would be players? Because the experience would be more consistent on the field, which is the ultimate aim, as you said, of this game. Not everybody agrees with what you get in the way of research answers. It has been known that uh, research can cause a degree of discussion amongst people who are seeing it, not coming up with the answers they expect. However, it has been shown that the players get 80 or 80% 80 of players get more enjoyment if the game is adequately umpired, i.e. with the players or the umpires knowing what's going on and knowing the laws of the game and implementing them as fairly as they possibly can. So that is quite a target to aim at because we know, particularly in the lower leagues, there can be some very, very difficult um, areas of dissension caused a lot of the time by uh, not the best umpiring which goes on. So happier players keep coming back. That's what we're hoping, isn't it? So with the scheme, there will be information in it on the Hampshire Cricket Board website and social media channels and with emails going out to all our club contacts. So I think just in conclusion, we're really looking forward to a big tape up between now and probably the end of July. And then we'll see how we are. And at the end of that, there could be some rewards for clubs. Whilst that's right, I think we have to make sure that we get to satisfactory completion levels. It's not just a question of saying, let's register for the course and that counts. We might have just a few Mickey Mouses registering. We will be checking that people are actually completing the course. And we hope we will be able to put out a few fun quizzes, which will test their knowledge of what they should have gained from the course. Uh, but they're for fun, but they're also important that they are there. And I believe that you're going to manage to send out a regular leaderboard for us of the numbers as they're going so the teams or the clubs can see who is likely to win and whether they can redouble their efforts if they're way down the bottom of the leaderboard and maybe can just twist another couple of arms to get some more umpires to get involved in it. Well, that, that's right. Clubs do like a bit of competition and we haven't had any league cricket yet this year. So I think maybe that's another avenue to be competitive. And, and I think it's probably, you know, it would be a win for a club even to train a couple of umpires per team. They may not end up getting the cash prizes, but the more people we get trained of this, hopefully the better game we've got when we all come back to it. That is actually the biggest plus of the whole lot. 
very nice if you get the win and the cash prizes, but the winners are the game itself and the players in the longer term. And of course, if we suddenly had, I mean, our membership in total in Hampshire of, uh, of HACO is something about 400. If you suddenly think of that number of people of 700, 800 plus being involved and maybe wanting to become members, we've suddenly trebled our membership. Now that is going some. If we can translate that, we've then suddenly got a whole realm of people who are interested and who are happy to be communicate, communicated on, on how they can become better umpires, be it for a whole game as a club umpire, a panel umpire, or just for those five or 10 overs. So that is our basic aim, to make sure we get as many more people interested in umpiring as we possibly can. And that will mean the game will win in the next two years, five years, 10 years, and 20 years. Well, that's a great aim. So thank you so much for speaking us, to us today. And if everyone can follow the hashtag, Hans ACO, that's H-A-N-T-S-A-C-O, across social media, you'll get to see all the posts and updates on this fantastic scheme. Thanks once again, Jeff, and keep safe, stay well, and we'll talk about what a hashtag is afterwards. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you to both our guests, Izzy Hill and Jeff Levick. Uh, if you want to get into umpiring, please check out the links in the podcast text or check our website for more information. If you like listening to this, please vote for us at the British Podcast Awards, Listener's Choice Awards. All the voting information is in the text. Thank you again for listening and see you next time. Get in touch with the Umpire Strikes Back podcast in the following ways. Use the hashtag UmpStrikesBack or contact Hampshire Cricket Board via email hcb.admin at ageasbowl.com that's A-G-E-A-S-B-O-W-L.com or via Twitter at Hampshire CB Insta, Hans Cricket Board or Facebook, Hampshire Cricket Board.